This podcast contains explicit language. Listener discretion is advised. This week on the Mac Lawson Podcast. The good, the bad, and the ugly of the greatest Royal Rumble. Is Raw the new B-Show? And Samoa Joe has eyes on the goal. Turn it to 11. It's time to take it to the max. the Max Wrestling Podcast, the house that Daddy Dangerously built. There is no Mike, there is no Butcher this week. Mike's moving house, uh, even though he helped build this one, he's moving house. And I think the Butcher's still recovering from jet lag, even though he didn't actually go to Saudi Arabia. However, as a nice little surprise for you people, I've got the OG co-founder of Max Wrestling. He is, of course, the current holder of the first ever Iron Bank contract, the Demon of the Wash Valleys, the Phoenix. Welcome back. Thank you. How's everybody doing? Everybody by me, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> really? Your bollocks all better? Yes. Yeah. Um then so yeah, your then... wife's not so your wife's not planning still not planning on uh, like ripping mine off as like a supplement to you? No, I mean I think in fairness, I think AJ Styles has had it worse. Ooh. <laughs> You'll probably need a testicle transplant the way they're going. <laughs> I think this is only the second time it's just been me and the Phoenix. We've done it once before. I've done a couple solo with Mike, but this is only the second time us two have done it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sounds about right. Fortunately, we do have quite a lot to talk about. We've got reactions to the greatest Royal Rumble. We've got Raw, we've got SmackDown, we've got NXT. We don't have 205 Live or the show or, or, or the company of many names. We don't talk about that. And we also have Backlash predictions. Oh, okay. So before we get into all that stuff, ladies and gentlemen, remember you can catch up with all the latest Max Wrestling news, episodes, and history at maxwrestling.net and at maxwrestlinguk on all social media. Ah, now, apparently you fell asleep twice or three times during the Great Royal Rumble. Uh, I managed to get through the first two matches, and then the Cruiserweight Championship match I really wasn't asked about, so I decided to hang my washing up. <laughs> <laughs> and then, I think it was the match after that, I like fell asleep, woke up midway through the Rumble, and went, alright, let's get back. get back to where I was. Uh, and then... Uh... Yeah, I fell asleep and went, alright, stop this, I'm just going to watch the Rumble match. <laughs> fell asleep, <laughs> woke up, and then woke up again about midway through, and I was like, for fuck's sake! <laughs> now, the only part I haven't seen is the two-hour Rumble match, because I just didn't have the energy for it. Fortunately, I did stay awake for the rest of it. Um, now, if anybody's listening from the RWT page, Butcher was promising a rant this week on the greatest Royal Rumble uh, obviously we're not going to get to hear it 
Uh, I was quite anxious to uh, hear, hear his rant as well because, to be honest, I I did kind of enjoy the the undercard. Mm. Um, Again, I can't really comment on it because I didn't really watch it. No. So. <laughs> um, I didn't think I'd say this, but I really enjoyed the opening match between Cena and Triple H. Um, if I if I wasn't working on the Friday, I would have watched it live. Well, you mean me too. I w- I was working on the Friday. I was I started when the rumble started, and I finished yeah. when the rumble finished. <laughs> Typical. So I managed to avoid most spoilers until the next day. But uh, uh yeah, I think I think I got most spoil. I think I, I was sort of the opposite way. Like I got most of the spoilers before I got a chance to watch it. <laughs> so uh, I do know one thing Butcher was going to rant about and that was um, during the first match maybe the first couple of matches in the front mm. row there was a lot of Saudi gentlemen standing around with their backs to the ring I don't know if they were trying to find their oh. seats or what the hell they were doing but they were really annoying Butcher and they really maybe annoyed they, me too maybe they were trying to do what Evan did at the, to Broken Martin TNA <laughs> <laughs> yeah nope <laughs> you're not worth my time well, honestly, it, honestly, it lasted throughout the entire opening match. They were just stood there with their backs to the ring. And it wasn't just one or two. There was like a big crowd of them. Um, yeah, it, it, it was distracting and it was annoying. I mean, yeah, if it's if it's one of those things where you go to an event and you don't enjoy it, you don't turn your back to the thing, especially to a scene in Triple H match. Say what you want about Cena, but, he's, but he brings in the ratings and all that and... He can oh, yeah. hold himself in, in big matches, you know. And I don't think it was a process was, or anything. I genuinely don't no, think they knew was, where they were going. It was, a, it, was a, it was essentially a rematch of WrestleMania 22. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think we mentioned that last week, and that's the, the, last, that's the last time I remember them going one-on-one. I completely forgot about 2008 or Michael, whatever it was. Michael Cole bloody annoyed me on commentary because he, he said something like... Uh, uh, they went, uh, what was it, Cena walked out as champion. Dude, he was a defending champion at WrestleMania 22. Michael Cole is designed to annoy us. <laughs> if anything, he annoyed us more than the people standing around at ringside. <laughs> he said something on the second match as well. I can't remember what it was, but I know it bloody annoyed me. He probably called Cedric it's... Alexander Rich Swan. First, uh... <laughs> uh, for... for... First of all, mm. you can see where all the money comes from now when they had friggin' lounge chairs for floor seats. <laughs> I didn't notice that. And here's the stinger. The they only cost mm. the equivalent of about $60, I think it was. I think it was Cole who said that uh, some of the seats in the front row were reserved for... Uh, I don't know, bloody royalty on in Jeddah or whatever. Oh, yeah, it, whatever it was. All these rich people. Yeah. Uh, who brought their kids? Of course, there was a few kids. The kids were really enjoying it. They were going mad in the front row. There was one kid with mm. floppy hair and a green shirt. I think it was. He was all I, I, over the first match. I lost. I was actually surprised to see a bunch of kids and seen a merchandise. Imagine if you lost that match. Fuck yeah! Now you'd never show them up. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't surprised in the slightest. We all know <laughs> that yeah. that side of the world loved John Cena and Roman Reigns, which surprised yeah. me when Roman came out later on to a chorus of boos. He got the same reaction he got he got in the in it, the US. 
Maybe that's why, and I'm sure we'll go into this later on, but maybe that's why they sort of, I don't know, I guess botched the results of that cage match. Again, it's a spoiler. I think I haven't actually seen the match. <laughs> <laughs> but I know what happens. Uh, right, how much can we skip? We all knew Bray and Matt was going to win the tag team titles because obviously the yeah. Raw tag team titles need to stay on Raw. Uh, uh-huh. That was okay. Uh, Jeff and Jinder was what it was. Uh, obviously, Jinder yeah. suffered was from a, a minor earthquake. That was just a basic normal match, that was. I don't know if you've seen the botch, uh, have you? Um... <laughs> so, um, Jeff... I think I did. Jeff goes for a whisper in the wind. Obviously, he's got his back to the ring, so he just goes for it. Jinder has got his back to Jeff Hardy, so he doesn't time it quite right. So Jeff hits the mat <laughs> behind Jinder, and as Jeff hits the mat, Jinder just sort of flops to the floor as if he, as if it was full contact. <laughs> I mean, it was almost a role reversal. Jeff was like, "Jinder, goddamn it, Jinder!" Were you screaming then? Just reminds me, like Jeff, where are you? Exactly, it was a role reversal. <laughs> Jeff was ready, Jinder wasn't. Um, yeah, we should have shouted. Are you ready for this? <laughs> <laughs> you paying attention? <laughs> uh, SmackDown tag title match again was uh, pretty predictable with the Bludgeon Brothers picking up the win. But we moved on to the four man ladder match, which was good. I don't think it was quite as good as I... it could have been. I haven't seen any of that. I know who wins though. Uh, yeah, the end result was pretty out of nowhere, which is good. Uh, and I think everybody caught uh, Seth catching Finn in the eyebrow with the belt straight away. Because as soon as he hit him over the head with a strap, just blood starts coming out from above his eye. Damn. Uh, yes, there must have been the, the popper that's on the strap or something. Or the side plate, or something like that, caught him in the eye. Uh, but it, it was a they nice finish. I'll say one. I'll, I'll say one thing about Finn though: is that they gotta drop the whole ballot club is for everyone and equality thing, and stop him coming out with a smile and bring back the demon. Uh, I think Balor needs to turn heel. Yeah. He's become pretty boring as a face, and I never thought I'd say that. Yeah, I don't mind. I don't mind him as a face, but he's got to drop the, that smile. What's he on? And uh, a lot of people were upset because he came out in Saudi Arabia and just like his usual plain trunks. He didn't have the rainbow or anything on it. It's like he's supposed to be representing this community. And, well, <laughs> kinda, but that's not what his gimmick is. No, it's, uh, he doesn't come I mean, out yeah, and say I'm all, I'm all for equality and stuff like that. It's just mm. like a nice little nod. And obviously, they can't get away with it in Saudi Arabia because the laws are a no, bit different uh, over there. The, yeah, the, the um, yeah, they're not, uh, they've only just, like allowed women to start driving like last year, like twelve months ago. Yeah, they've only been able if, to vote if, for a couple of years that, as well. Uh, I'm not sure what the the terms are on. Like homosexuality and stuff. I don't know what that, what their rules are on that. No, I'm not talking about you ever, but I'm pretty sure it's not as open as it is elsewhere. No, no. Um, but still, people expect Finn Balor to come out wearing rainbows and obviously women to be on the show. It's not going to happen yet. No, uh, no, because apparently they were quite. Uh, um, what was it? Uh, some of them were offended with the uh, 
that best of both worlds promo thing, and then they had like Sasha Banks like half naked and doing the hip thing and. Oh yeah, yeah, they have to put out an apology yeah. to the yeah. people of Saudi Arabia for airing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, but uh, mm. people complain that WWE shouldn't have done the show in the first place, but they got two hundred million dollars for it, and they also paid yeah. the women out of that money as if they were on the show anyway. So it's a win-win. Mm. I mean, and Brock probably gets half of that two hundred million a year. Oh yeah, a big portion of that went to Brock, but uh, yeah, the, the women got paid regardless of whether they were on the show or not, and they got more publicity over there. They're trying to get women more rights, so maybe next year the women can be on the show. Mm. I th- I don't think people think long term anymore. They're not they're not looking at the big picture. They just see a show with no women and think it's an insult. Mm. Baby steps, people. Baby steps. Yeah. I mean, even if they had, like, a, a woman coming out to manage somebody, that's at least it's a start, you know? Yeah, I think the thing is, that I don't think they, they're allowed to compete in any sports over there yet. Mm. So it's not just, like, a wrestling thing. Uh, now, Styles Nakamura, again, wasn't incredibly special, but it was a better match than WrestleMania. I think, yeah. Uh, I think that this feud between Nakamura and Styles is going to end with AJ finally low blowing Nakamura. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I think the heel versus face dynamic really helped this time because it mainly obviously they were both faces. Yeah. Uh, and even if you go back to their first match at Wrestle Kingdom, AJ was the heel, Nakamura was the face. So may- mm. maybe they needed to be opposite ends for this feud to work and it is working because Nakamura's on fire as a heel <laughs> yeah he changed his song so he didn't like fans chanting his uh, <laughs> singing his theme song along with him <laughs> so now we've got lyrics that you can't understand <laughs> even though I can't understand them they're cool lyrics they can still they can still sing it they still sing the tune though, can't they well they were on it's... Smackdown uh, we'll get to Smackdown mm-hmm. in a bit but they were still singing his theme <laughs> Um, I didn't think Undertaker would have a forgettable performance but I kind of tuned out on Taker and Rusev I haven't seen it I can imagine who I uh, I don't even know who won but I can imagine who won oh well that that was pretty predictable but um, Mm. I mean I think the one highlight was Taker giving Aiden English a tombstone and oh, I heard about that. Yeah, dropped him on his freaking head. It was like Owen yeah, Hart and Austin was, all over again. Yeah, there was a rumor that Aiden was apparently legit injured. Um, again, I, I I haven't seen anything to say that whether or not it is true or if it's just a work. But uh, I mean, he seemed it, okay on SmackDown. He didn't do anything. It was just a backstage segment, but he seemed okay. Yeah, the only thought I would point out is that Taker's done Tombstone since or for. 27 and a half years. Oh, yeah, it's very, very and, rare for Taker to botch a tombstone. Yeah, but, but, you know, you can it's you know you can do a move a thousand times, it doesn't mean you won't fuck up on a thousand and one, you know? Exactly. <laughs> I, think, I think we can let him off this one. Yeah. Uh, it's probably a combination of ring rust and age. Or <laughs> maybe. maybe. Or maybe just Aiden English inexperience at taking the move. Mm. Um... 
Maybe it was a bit of both. I don't know. Yeah. So, Brock and Roman um, did have a controversial finish. Now, I saw the results of this match before I actually saw the match, and I thought... A lot, a lot of people were pissed off about this. Well, when I saw the spoiler for the match, I thought WWE just fucked up and were trying to cover it up by saying, ah, oh, Brock got out the cage first, he wins. And like, no, 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 Roman's feet at the floor, but when you go back and watch it, the commentators yeah. made a big point of Roman's feet were on the floor first, and they were just as confused as everyone else, yeah. so obviously it was planned to end that way. And um, then they had the, the referee uh, issue a statement saying, oh, I, I, I was yeah. concerned about both competitors, and so it's even obviously though I, setting up another rematch. Mm. The fact that they had a controversial finish, but obviously Brock doesn't appear every week, so we don't know when the rematch is going to be. But I'm guessing it'll probably be SummerSlam. SummerSlam would be a safe bet, but mm. uh, I think rumours are pointing towards him working Money in the Bank next month, which I hope he does, and I hope oh, he's yeah. if he doesn't work Money in the Bank, he's likely to beat CM Punk's record of 434, which right. is bullshit. The, th- the thing I'll say about I've seen nothing. I've seen quite a few posts. Oh, the, you know, Brock's this and many days away from breaking Punk's record. I don't count this Lesnar's reign as an official for breaking Punk's record. I can't. I can't because they're they're two completely different championships. Yeah. And Punk, when he was champion for four hundred and thirty-four days, he was defending it and or at least showing up on Raw every week. Yeah, Brock. shows up once every three or four months, if yeah. that. Compared to Punk's reign, Brock's worked about a month's worth. Yeah, <laughs> so in Punk's words, like my one year's, my one reign as champion equals thirty of Brock's. Exactly. <laughs> so fuck Vince and his politics. Mm. Punk, Punk's four three four will be better than any Brock bullshit. Uh, if Punk was still in WWE, he uh, he would have been champion for however long Brock's been champion for too. <laughs> because one wrestling one night every few months is easy. <laughs> nice paraphrase. <laughs> and and Punk and Punk was would would have been there every night. Mhm. He wouldn't have got paid half as much, but he'd have been there every night. Yeah. Um. Now, like I said, I didn't watch the the 50-man rumble match. I've seen clips, I've seen highlights, I've seen Titus falling on his ass and sliding (laughs) under the ring. Yeah. Um, Which was fucking hilarious. But, of course, WWE have to ruin it. Yeah. And, you know, of course, the fans blow it way out of proportion. And I don't know know if it was WWE or a fan had made, uh, like, a slip and slide with Titus O'Neil on the cover. So it was, like, Titus World Slide and... (laughs) <laughs> made all these memes out of it well apparently they released That's... a t-shirt about yeah, it yeah. Uh, essentially I think they've already killed it within a week they have it it's typical that you can't have anything organic without WWE ruining it they think oh this is popular let's just jump on it no no you've killed it now Yeah. you've killed it already like the, yeah, like the RKO out of nowhere yeah I mean they were starting to well they mentioned it and they drew attention to it and that was okay. But then on Raw they did the whole obvious setup of Titus sort mm. of stumbling towards the bottom of the ramp and then deliberately slipping on the rope. Yeah, you've killed it. It was yeah. funny. Now it's just meh. Yeah. 
stupid. <clears throat> um, the right person won. Just a shame it was oh, the yeah. wrong rumble match. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because all he's got for this is a trophy and a nice green belt. Yeah, what is that belt? I, I, I don't know what belt that. I no idea what that belt is that, supposed that, to be. That's that's the the greatest Royal Rumble championship or whatever. He's a Saudi Arabian champion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ron Strowman is a Saudi Arabian champion. Um, I mean, he's got a nice trophy. It's nicer than the, the Battle Royal trophies. Yeah. For, for one thing, it doesn't look like it's made of earwax. Mm. Uh, doesn't, it doesn't look, doesn't look like a uterus either. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the other thing I can take away from the Rumble match is Daniel Bryan... Uh, setting a record for the longest time in the Rumble yeah. match. Right, did you see his chest? Yes, as a result of Roderick, Roderick Strong's chops. Mm. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised he had any skin left. And he's still, yeah, and he's obviously uh, on the bloody fucking legless, and yet he was running across the ring and hitting drop kicks to Strowman and Lashley on opposite corners, you know. <laughs> that guy can still go. <laughs> he hasn't oh, missed a step. It's good to have Daniel Bryan back. Yes. <laughs> or as they would just say this week, we. Uh, so Roman kicked off Raw, and of course he talked about the controversy and stuff, and then we got into a fight with multiple men, and of course, that set up a six-man tag because WWE loves six-man tags and eight-man tags and ten-man tags. If they love him so much, why don't they bring Teddy Long back? Um, so, it, honestly, I don't even know who Roman is feuding with now because he picked a fight with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn and Jinder Mahal. Um, he's got unfinished business with Brock. He's got Joe this Sunday. Joe at Backlash. It, the whole thing's fucking messed up. <laughs> yeah. It's like they don't know, uh, like they've got multiple things for him, but they don't know which order to go in, so they just shoved them all all at once. Yeah, it's like that time, who was it? Was it Braun Strowman or... I think it was Kevin Owens, actually. He was feuding with about six people yeah. at the same time when he was Universal <laughs> yeah. Champion. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, Sami Zayn, uh, NXT Champion. Yeah. Uh, Sami Zayn, Cena, Samoa Joe. Um, Christ, I can't remember the others. <laughs> That's that's only that's like half of them, but I know there was more. Yeah, you had about six feuds going at once. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Oh, not... oh, Finn Balor. Yeah. <clears throat> now I'm not sure if Bobby Roode was actually injured on Raw, um, but he took I think it was a kick to the throat. Uh, that led him to the outside, and then all the medics came down, and then Elias just announced himself as the winner. Oh. Um, but if it's if it's a worked injury, I'm not sure where it's come from because he didn't seem to be feuding with anyone either, apart from Elias. Hmm. It always seems to be like the like when you come up to the main roster, there's always two people to feud with: either Elias, which is on Raw, or if you get caught up to SmackDown, then you're feuding with Dolph Ziggler, even though Ziggler's on Raw now. Yeah. They so need, they'd they have to find someone else. So. Yeah. <laughs> Um, that's another fuck up. So that's another fuck up from the shake up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of fuck up, two 
nice French boys got fucked up by the offers of pain. <laughs> I'm not know. sure how long the match lasted. It was three minutes, maybe. Um, so <laughs> now we've got offers of pain in the same situation that we've seen countless times with Braun Strowman and Nia Jax, where they're just being uh, jobbers. About a, minute, about a minute and five seconds. Uh, yeah, okay, so it's even less than three minutes. Um, <laughs> to be honest, I'm kind of done with these type of pushes where they just beat jobbers week after week after week because you don't really accomplish anything by beating jobbers who are clearly half the size of you yeah. and less experienced. Um, but regardless, offers of pain look like beasts. I suppose, I suppose the first couple of weeks is okay, but then if you're going to... Start introducing them as a as a legit tag team. Then you need to start putting them in into feuds yeah. with other teams. Problem is, there isn't really a tag team division on Raw. <laughs> I mean, we've got the Miz to run, mm-hmm. uh, which is a nice segue into the next segment. But they're not really they don't really compete very much. They're just sort of in segments. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. So last week they tried to reform the Shield with Seth Rollins, then they tried to reform the, the club, club with Balor, and oh. this week they tried to form the new Four Horsemen <laughs> with both of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, the little t-shirt with all four pictures of their faces on it. Yeah, yeah I mean they weren't even printed t-shirts, they were just plain white t-shirts with the four heads <laughs> sticky taped onto <laughs> the shirt. <laughs> They weren't even matching either. The faces were in different places on both shirts. <laughs> uh, uh, obviously, they said no, or as Rollins gave him a hard no, um, which led to fisticuffs. Uh, it's kind of nice to see Balor and Rollins working together, but then, of course, Balor take mm. blindsides him because they got a title match coming up later on, which we'll get into. Yeah. Ruby Riot, I'm not really fussed about Sasha Banks. I've lost a lot of interest in because uh, she's a movie I think fucker. That, uh, apparently, uh, the reason like she hasn't been given a push is because of her attitude, like out uh, on the other side of the camera, like backstage uh, things with fans and stuff like that. She just she just wants that to she just wants to be there to wrestle, basically. Oh yeah, her attitude stinks. Um, I mean, fair enough, respect the girl's privacy, but yeah, even when people are respectful of her and stuff, she still just seems to have no time for her fans whatsoever, unless she's, it's, unless it's no. at like a convention where she's getting paid for it. Yeah, it's um, it's like she she must have known like the publicity she would get when she once she signed with WWE though. Oh yeah, of course. I mean. So. For one thing, her cousin is Snoop Dogg. Yeah. So he's like one of the world's most famous rappers. And she's joined the world's most famous wrestling promotion. What What did she expect? Yeah. <laughs> um, but she, yeah, as we said, she's also got a bit of an attitude about stuff backstage, like where she's positioned and stuff. Um, fucking treat, you know, be... Better in front of the camera. I mean, and I'm not talking about in the ring because you know we all know she's got decent in the ring. But it's when she's interacting with her fans, she needs to have a better attitude than than the one she's got. Then she'll get what. Then she'll get higher positioned on the on the show, and get I more mean, title 
uh, get more of a push. Sasha is another one who really should be a heel. Yeah. Some of her best work was in NXT as a heel. And as a babyface, she's had, was it, three, four title reigns on the main roster? And they lasted a combination of two months. A combination? Yeah. (laughs) Over four reigns. Yeah, was it like mm, four reigns and each one's lasting about 21 days or something like that? Yeah, I think three of them lasted 20 days each. They were all 20 mm-hmm. days, and then one of the others lasted a little bit longer, maybe maybe like a week longer. Mm. <clears throat> but, I mean, you got Alexa Bliss, who's pretty much always in the title picture. She doesn't yeah. have an attitude. She respects her fans. See the difference, Sasha? <laughs> if you got a nicer attitude, you'd probably get treated better. Yeah. I'm just worried, uh, like where they're gonna put Alexa after she's finished with the feud with Nia. Because obviously she got the rematch of Backlash, but then uh, I'm still thinking Nia's gonna retain. But where do you put Alexa after that? And who do you put Nia with for the title? Maybe Alexa could use a bit of a breather away from the title because she's obviously been women's champion for a long time. She's been on on top for a long time. She could do with a little bit of a rest. Um, But she's been fantastic at it. And I love the anti-bullying videos she's doing. (laughs) They just suit her character perfectly. Like, feel sorry for me, but don't really forget that I'm the bad guy. (laughs) Yeah. Oh. And obviously she just ran for her life when Naya came out, but <laughs> we'll get, uh, yeah, we talked about Titus coming out and pretending to slip on the rope that cost Baron Corbin a match. To be honest, I don't care about a Baron Corbin Titus O'Neil feud either. Um, I did start oh, that, to like... Oh, that's how um, No Way Jose beats him. Yeah, um, I'm not friggin' asked about No Way Jose, but it's just... It's, it's just the Rose's gimmick all over again. By the sounds of it, they just made Baron Corbin look weak. Yeah, they did. And I did start to like him on SmackDown when he was US champion and stuff, but man, has he become boring again. I mean, I agreed with the fans on Raw when they were chanting, we don't give a fuck in French, which is uh, on a vous pas. <laughs> For those who could, couldn't quite understand what they were saying. Um, like, he would... He was trying to cut his promo when they were chanting that, and I think they were chanting what as well. And he was, he was trying mm. to shut the crowd up, but he wasn't doing a very good job. Nah. Um, I mean, it's a shame, because I did like Calvin at one point, and he has got some ability in him. Yeah, and I just bloody love his theme song. <laughs> oh, his theme song's awesome. Yeah. Um, But he needs some work somewhere, because he's just gone dull again. And I don't think feuding with Titus O'Neil is the way to do that. Maybe, maybe get him to work on his promos a little bit. Yeah. I, I don't think there's. I think there's, there's something about his promos that's boring. That makes it not easy for him to get to get behind him type of thing. Yeah, kind of boring, essentially. Boring. A little boring. bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that brought us on to the the, the six man tag, which yeah. You know the story. Um, Braun, Bobby, Lashley, and Roman Reigns defeat Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, and Jinder Mahal. 
Are they um, actually going to and it actually do anything with Lashley, or are they just going to stick him in tag matches every week? Well, somebody tweeted actually. Uh, I don't know if it was today or whenever. But, um, that they've only heard Bobby Lashley say two words since he's come back to WWE. That's a good thing. You don't want to hear Bobby Lashley speak. <laughs> yeah, in all, in all fairness, he does kind of sound like uh, Brock Lesnar on helium. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if if you want um, a clear impression, just go back a few episodes, like in the summer, and you'll hear Mike Larkin impersonating Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my problem with this match is it didn't set anything up. The faces mm. beat the heels, and there was no feud set up. So we don't know what Braun's doing, we don't know what Lashley's doing, we don't know what um, Jinder or Kevin Owens or Sami Zayn or Roman or anyone are doing, apart from the fact that we've got Roman Reigns and Joe at Backlash, but even that wasn't even referred to this week. I think maybe they're just putting matches together and then after Backlash, they'll start putting feuds together, you know, because they, they just had the shake-up. Yeah, I mean, it was a stupid uh, place to have a shake-up when you've already got feuds set uh, up. Yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah, maybe they're just trying to I don't know, maybe put matches together to, like, time fill. And then yeah. after Backlash, the, all the feuds will be settled and then they can start feuding with other people that are actually on their own show. Yeah, yeah, this this match was clearly set up just for the hell of it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, um, I think we jumped the gun a bit when we talked about Alexa because she was in Mickey... in um, Yeah, Mickey James' corner for a match against Natalia. Ronda Rousey can run like fuck. <laughs> she was like the friggin' roadrunner. Was she like uh, Alexa? She, what about Charles Robinson at WrestleMania 24? Was he was she like that? <laughs> 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 um, yeah, maybe maybe we'll get uh, a Ronda Alexa feud after the whole Nia Jax mm. thing. Yeah, yeah, they they need to do something with Ronda. They can't just have it run out. To help Natalia every week. Uh, well, I'm just waiting for Natalia to turn on her at some point now because we all know Natalia's mm-hmm. always got a hidden agenda. And she was a heel on SmackDown. She comes to Raw and suddenly yeah. she's a face. Doesn't make sense. No. Yeah, she's a face because she's Ronda Rousey's friend. Yeah. Okay then. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's it. <laughs> um, and then of course main events: uh, Rollins and Balor prove that they can never have a bad match together. Um, I mean, there wasn't anything spectacular that happened. It was just a good match. And mm. ended with a nice little curb stomp, and that was it. Pretty simple, straightforward. Uh, I don't think there was any chance of Rollins dropping the title before facing the Miz at Backlash. Um, mm. But it was a nice possibility. Uh, so, let's have a look what happened on SmackDown. See, the... F- I didn't really remember that much from this week. I've literally read up about it, and you haven't seen much of this week, so you, you've you read up about it. Um, yeah. I did watch everything. I see, don't remember much from it. <laughs> see, we're, see, we're unorganised. It's not unorganised. So it was just not memorable this week. <laughs> um, but I know you don't like him, but The Miz kicked off SmackDown with Miz TV. What um, the hell is up with The Miz's latest ring attire? See now that he I look, can agree with you on because he was like he, he looks, looks like, like <laughs> he looks like a Zack Ryder reject. I, 
See, I was going to say Ken from Street Fighter. <laughs> oh, Ryu, one of them. Which one, whichever one's a red one. <laughs> it's been that it's long like since Zach, I played Street it Fighter. Like, it was like Zack Ryder in 2011, where he came out with a headband, and then his hair's all spiked up, and the glasses. He looks like a bloody reject from that. Um, it's all right, whatever makes him look stupid and gets him off TV, I don't mind. There, there, was, there was a slight language barrier problem this week, because obviously the Canadian fans like to chant in French. Um, yeah. So they were they were chanting something at the Miz. I don't know what the hell they were saying, but he responded by saying, "You do know I took Maurice to Hollywood, right?" And then they started booing. So I don't know what the hell they were chanting before. Was it "Please fuck off"? I don't know. But <laughs> for, for him to say something about taking Maurice to Hollywood, I don't I don't understand what the hell they could have said. But anyway, uh, maybe go back to Hollywood or something. I don't, I don't know. Um. But maybe... Ask Kevin Owens, he can translate it. Yeah. Where, where the hell was Kevin Owens? <laughs> to be honest, He was Miz, on Raw. <laughs> Miz, yeah. Miz did what the Miz does best, and he tried stirring the pot between Jeff Hardy and Randy Orton. Um, For once, Randy Orton was actually quite entertaining. By saying... Did he RKO it? No. Well, it's um, not entertaining then, is it? But he, but he did say stuff like, I, I don't... Care me and Jeff are fine. So, you know. hmm. um, it was quite uncharacteristic of Orton, to be honest. I think Randy Orton's just there now to just to like be there, if you know what I mean, because he's he's accomplished everything. Multiple time world champion. He's a Grand Slam champion. He's won the Royal Rumble, Money in the Bank. He's essentially won everything there that he's probably wanted to wanted to win um so i just think he's there now to like he's happy whatever he does yeah he's <laughs> i don't want to say he's become a new Dolph Ziggler because randy orton's got a lot more credibility than Dolph Ziggler. but uh <laughs> yeah he is just there just for the sake of it now yeah uh kind of like cena whenever he shows up he's just there just for the hell of it yeah uh shelton benjamin i don't think is doing too well on his own uh, I mean, obviously he's great in the ring, but he's yeah. got no charisma on the mic. It was, um, yeah, the, it was, it's kind of like when he was drafted over to Raw in 2004. Yeah. And then he had, had that brief feud with Triple H. And when he was on his own, yeah, he did all right. But again, his mic skills, never great. They've never been I mean, memorable. They weren't great <laughs> when he was teaming with um, Chad Gable, but at least he had Chad Gable who was pretty good on the mic. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Chad Gable, where the hell was he on Raw? <clears throat> I don't. I don't know. I haven't seen it. <laughs> he, he wasn't on Raw. Uh, now Orton did uh, turn into uh, the Randy Orton we all know uh, and love. That, that's one thing. You would have thought since Chad Gable got the upset on Jinder last week, you would have thought Jinder would want retribution. Yeah, but instead he's trying to pick a fight with Roman Reigns. No sense. Nothing made sense. Yeah. Uh, but Randy Orton did turn into the Randy Orton we all know and love after the match when he just dropped Jeff Hardy with an RKO. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Sounds like something Randy would do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now we haven't, we don't know your opinion on the Iconics or what you make of them. They remind me of the Bellas. 
from like when they first, when the Bellas first debuted. Just, just more talented. In ring, yes. On the mic, no. <laughs> they're they're pretty they're pretty much the same on the mic. Just just as annoying. Yeah, they are very annoying on the mic, but the, they they're supposed to be annoying. Whereas the Bella twins were just fucking annoying, even when they were faces. Um, but yeah, they mm-hmm. got this habit of impersonating people and using the exact same voice. Um, they now, didn't they try and start a war a feud with the Bellas on Twitter? Yeah, so, it was so, when... uh, so, yeah, because uh, that was when all the speculation about a women's tag tag team championship. Yeah, it was that was something WWE put out like things we'd like to see yeah. Paige do as a GM, and then but the Bellas yeah. were like, ooh, 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 should we lace, yeah, should we well, get back in the game? They're like, no, stay away. Well, well Nikki did, of course. Yeah. Because yep. you know she's not dating. Because you know she's not engaged to senior anymore. She needs the publicity. Otherwise, she's not going to get the fancy life that she's always wanted. Oh, the best part is they're supposed to be filming a breakup scene for Total Bellas. <laughs> yeah. For Christ's sake. Apparently, apparently they filmed it. Why'd you fuck film that? Because they have to film everything, don't they? Everything has to be on camera. Yeah, the, the, uh, I don't get it, though. It's like the Total Bellas are on the WWE Network. The bloody Bellas aren't even in WWE anymore. No, but Cena and Brian are. Mm. Um, but yeah, they did a very, very bad impression of Renee Young. Um, Renee seems to think it was a Minnesota accent and not a Canadian accent, but I just thought it was their regular Australian accent. <laughs> mm. um, uh, then, then there was a little <laughs> backstage segment with the New Day and the Bar. One thing I want to see more of is our truth. To be honest, because last, <laughs> they didn't show it on SmackDown last week, but they showed it on WWE.com with yeah. um, uh, shit Ty Dillinger on the phone saying, "What you you're in the wrong city or whatever." He's like, "Okay, I'll see you tomorrow." <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I want to see more stuff like that with our truth. Uh, now this is where we saw Aiden English backstage with Bruce. It's just disappointing. It's just disappointing that since Our Truth came back in two thousand nine, he's only had uh, a US title reign, and I think he had a tag title reign with Kofi Kingston. That's it. Yeah. Um, a lot of people, well, a lot of younger people, don't probably don't realize Truth is a former heavyweight champion in the company probably don't with it. many names. Yeah. And they probably don't even recognise him as being K Quick twenty odd years ago. Yeah, I remember K Quick. Um, <laughs> but truth. Oh, you didn't know. You better call somebody. <laughs> truth doesn't no, do on. much, and he's probably not uh, credible. He's probably not. He's probably challenger. not fussed about. He's probably not fussed about where he is either, is he? No, I mean the thing is, he's very entertaining when he's doing his comedy stuff, so it doesn't really matter. I mean, if he was shit at it, then we'd probably be more annoyed about it. Even if he brought back Little Jimmy, that'll be fun. <laughs> I don't think Little Jimmy's very little anymore. He can't still yeah. be an invisible child. Would Would he still be? Uh, well, so would he Would he be teenage Jimmy then? No, he's probably eighteen now, Little Jimmy. Oh, oh big Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, so this is where we saw Aiden English backstage with Rusev. Um, it's the first time in I don't know how long we saw 
Rusev on screen with Lana. That wasn't on Total Bellas. I mean, on SmackDown now. <laughs> um, so it looks like they're reforming Rusev and Lana, finally. It, it boggles my mind how they have not capitalized on Rusev Day. Oh, no, all they care oh. about is making money off the t-shirts. They don't really want to push Rusev. Oh, I'd be like... If I was Rusev, I'd be so, I'd be like either give me my release or fucking push me so I could get more of this Rusev Day merchandise out. Yeah, I mean, we touched on this for a couple of weeks. It's mm. like they're shooting themselves in the foot because they've got this great thing going with Rusev, but they don't want to capitalize on it. But why would you not want to capitalize on it and make more money? Yeah, I I don't understand the mindset between behind WWE with things like this, but. Um, it looks like they're going to try and drive a wedge between Lana and Aiden English. She thinks he's holding Rusev back. Or suggested that that's how she thinks. Mm. Uh, so, quite interested to see where that goes. Now, this <laughs> this is where we got the big Canadian, uh, French-Canadian chance when Big Cass came out and cut a horrible promo. Um, yeah. He's the... never been the best on the mic, has he? No, I always thought he was terrible on the mic. Um, but because he was with Enzo, people seemed to love it. Um, but he did... That's because Enzo did most of the talking. Yeah, and even that got boring after a while. But uh, Cass did something that we've seen a hundred times where he got a midget to impersonate his rival. Um, oh, how original. Exactly. And then, of course, kicked him in the face. Um... But when he was cutting this promo, and that's when the fans were chanting, we don't give a fuck in French and stuff. Uh, the boos were very, very loud. I barely remember anything Cass said. <laughs> um, no, wait, I do remember it was something about... It, he kept saying stuff about being big and strong, and then actually Corbin's promo was coming back to me now. All I remember Corbin saying was something about money and funny and money and funny. I was like... What the fuck is he talking about? Uh, it was the same with Cass. What, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Uh, then, of course, the midget came out. And he made a lot of short jokes, which were just terrible. Not terrible offensive, just terrible mm. dry. and That's yeah. not funny. Just unfunny. I've heard dad jokes that are funnier than that. Um, yeah, obviously, Daniel Bryan was apparently not cleared for SmackDown because uh, a risk of a chest infection because of the chops and everything that Roddy Strong gave him. Um, oh, you don't think I'm going to punish Roderick Strong for that now, do you? Oh, no, no, no. It was, it was kayfabe. He's not really injured because he mm. came out after 205 Live to work a dark match yeah. against Shinsuke Nakamura. Oh. Now, that's a dream match, but it was a dark match, as they love to do. Bastards. Yeah. Um, <laughs> either have either either have the dream matches as dark matches or on the house shows. Yeah, uh, which are in effect dark matches. Now mm. I'll give you three guesses how the dark match ended. DQ. Yes. <laughs> hey. <laughs> uh, did, AJ, did AJ hit the low blow on Shinsuke? No, Shinsuke hit a low blow on Daniel Bryan. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Um, so yeah, obviously we're getting the big cast Daniel Bryan feud at Backlash, which is pretty predictable, but it's a nice, easy feud, 
to sort of ease Daniel Bryan back into the spotlight. Um, yeah. Obviously, he had the WrestleMania match, but that was pretty rushed. And, yeah. And there was uh, the great Greatest Royal Rumble. Yeah. That that sure as hell wasn't easing him back in. It was over an hour. <laughs> um, yeah. Now, uh, AJ was interviewed by Renee Young. Apparently, Nakamura wanted an apology from AJ uh, because he lost his cool. Oh, what? Uh, because he lost his cool after the, their match at the Rumble and just started beating him up. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so obviously, he didn't get an apology out of AJ. Uh, but then enter Samoa Joe, who uh, looks to be AJ's next opponent if he defeats Nakamura. Uh, obviously, TNA chance came out. Uh, there's a lot of history <laughs> there between AJ and Joe. Yeah. Uh, but there's also history between him and Nakamura, so depends. regardless of who wins on Sunday, I think we're going to get a decent feud with Joe, uh, with one of them two. I'll be fine uh, with either one. And surprise, surprise, low blow from Nakamura. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds uh, like what I what I used to do. I think it was uh, SmackDown versus Raw 2007. <laughs> I, I just kept running around the ring, giving everyone a low blow. I even, even low blow the ref. I think I even low blowed the referee like three times in one match just for the hell of it, and it was. <laughs> I didn't even. I never got disqualified. It was, it no. was hilarious. I remember later games. You put one finger on the ref, you get DQ'd. Even if you knock yeah. him out, you get DQ'd. Well, who who called for the bell then? The only fault on here comes a pain was that the referees fight back. Yeah. <laughs> they cost me many although, matches. Yeah. Although a couple of times uh, I did my, like I was in the last man standing match. And as a referee counted ten, I kicked, I kicked him in the face and flying across the room. <laughs> the fe- block that, you bastard! <laughs> um, pretty forgettable match, really, between Sheamus and Xavier Woods. I'll, I'll just say Xavier Woods won. Um, then we went backstage and we finally had <clears> a <throat> reunion between Paige and Absolution. Uh, there was a nice little uh, tease where Paige was, where they were going, so which one of us is going to be? Paige was like, who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? It's Mandy. Mandy thinks she's going to get a title match. She's like, no, 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 you're facing Mickey, uh, not Mickey James. Um, Sonia. Shit. Completely lost. Well, Becky Lynch. Becky, uh, Becky right. Lynch next week. <laughs> and then and then informed them that Absolution is dead. Oh. Followed by an awkward silence. <laughs> Uh, it was to be expected, really, but this yeah. this was why I didn't want uh, Mandy and Sonya going to SmackDown, because they could have done something as the two of them on Raw away from Paige. I, I, I suppose they could still do it on SmackDown and just give, uh, show Paige like, first-hand how much they've grown in the last few months since, absolute, since they came up. Yeah, I and, mean... There's, yeah. no, there's nothing to say that they're going to break up as a tag team. They were just saying that, you know, the three of us aren't a thing anymore. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which is fair enough. Now, we got another teaser for Andrade Cien Almas because he had, we don't know when he's going to debut. Uh, possibly oh. Money in the Bank, I would say, unless he turns up at the end of one of the matches of Backlash. Uh, maybe. Uh, and then we just ended the show with Charlotte and Becky Lynch and Asuka against Carmelo and the Iconics. 
And of course, WWE like to pick up on pop culture and ask a reference to the Avengers. Alright. Weird. I need to uh, catch up on them. Yes, you do. Yeah, before I see Infinity War, I need to catch up on all of them. Yeah, <laughs> avoid, avoid all spoilers at all costs. I've heard it's caused people to stop being an adult. Kind of like how, uh, kind of like Logan did. Yep. Yep. I'm but not I, anymore. I, I, I don't know what causes it, so. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm not saying anymore on that. So, uh, we're going to go to a break in just a sec. But before we go anywhere, remember the next time we bring you a trivia special is the second anniversary of the Dallas Championship on June 30th at Trivia Takeover 3.0. Pick your poison. Everybody on the show will. Uh, choose the type of trivia for each round until we are only left with the knowledge champion. We're also bringing back the special tradition of everybody on the show cutting a promo on a wrestler of their choice. I've still got my Miz promo for, for uh, I was going to do a promo series. <laughs> well, there you go. You heard it here first. Uh, and the first theme song for the show is Unstoppable by For The Fallen Dreams. You can check that out now on their new album, Six, available on iTunes and Spotify. We'll be right back with Backlash Predictions right after this. There's no need for a battle. Thousands of men don't need to die. I don't believe that giants and ghouls and white walkers are lurking beyond the wall. My reign has just begun. Relive the story so far. Throne Zone Season 2, coming this summer from Danger Zone Productions. Backlash this Sunday. There's eight matches so far. Uh, nothing is listed for the pre-show, uh, okay. which means they're likely to add something either tomorrow or right before the show, which is probably going to be the cruiserweight championship match. Uh, and if it <clears> is, it will likely be uh, Cedric Alexander. Obviously, is the champion. Uh, who's he feuding with? Because uh, I don't want to show off either. Kalisto or... Um, what's his oh, name? Uh, Buddy Murphy's getting a bit of a push at the minute. Oh, might be, might be him then. Because uh, that was a thing I meant... That was another thing I meant to say when we were talking about Raw and SmackDown. Um, mm. Rockstar Spud, Drake Maverick, whatever you want to call him, uh, just put up a tweet about 205 saying, you know, uh, something big's going to happen tonight. Somebody's making a big return. Oh, who's it going to be? Fucking Buddy Murphy. It wasn't it uh, wasn't it like he was meant to get the shot at the greatest Royal Rumble, but he didn't. Yeah, he I think he was like weight. just over the. T- he was just like just over two oh five. Yeah, so that was the big return. He's now under two oh five again. <laughs> so I was obviously I didn't. I didn't watch two oh five, but I was going to just to see who the big return was, and then I woke up the next morning and looked at the results of all. Fucking glad I didn't watch it now. <laughs> Because I'm still one of these people who's never seen an episode of 205 Live. And I don't regret it. Neither have I. I honestly had no time for it. 
That's why. That's why we're attacking me washing up when I watched the when uh, the cruiserweight title match was playing. I mean, I, I don't mind some of these cruiserweight title matches. I've enjoyed a couple of them, but they're not enough to make mm. me watch two or five. No. Ah, uh, so let's kick it off another way. Uh, okay, up first we'll do Jeff Hardy and Randy Orton for the United States Championship. Uh, I have got Mike's predictions. Mike has gone with Jeff Hardy. Um, I would say Jeff retains as well. I don't see any reason for the title to go back to Randy Orton now. Nah, neither would I. Um, I still say he only got it in the first place just to complete his collection, so there's no point in him taking it back. Yeah. Jeff Hardy can do no. a lot more with it than Randy can. Yeah, I mean, it's not like Orton really needs it, though, is it? No. Um, yeah, I'm going to say Jeff. That's house um i agree with mike on the next one as well where nia Jax retains against alexa bliss as we talked about and uh, alexa probably then goes on to a new feud um yeah. yes like you said it's like you said earlier on uh, alexa probably needs a break from it yes yeah. um and nia's waited long enough for the yeah. women's titles it would be it would be cruel for them to take it off right now yeah um, we'll stick with the women because we've got the other women's championship on the line the, the Smackdown women's championship with the rematch between Carmella and Charlotte uh, if it was just one on one I would say Charlotte had a good chance of regaining however it seems like Carmella's got the Iconics in their corner and I could definitely see them didn't, helping him. Correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't Butcher say that if they put the belt on Carmella, then he's done with WWE? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I think he appreciated the way they did it and the fact mm. that she's aligned with the Iconics because he's a big fan of the Iconics. Uh, not that I blame him. I tell the judge a lucky cunt for nailing Peyton Royce, isn't he? Who? <laughs> uh, Ty Dillinger. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Yeah. He really does get perfect hands. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I heard that, that, they're, that they're going out anyway. So it's like they, they went public with it uh, when they were both got called up to, or when they're, since they're both on SmackDown now. Mm. So. Alright, so I would say Carmella retains due to interference from the Iconics. <laughs> I still don't think Carmella is completely, totally ready, so I'm going to say Charlotte. Okay. See, for me, Charlotte... Even if the Iconics are in uh, Carmella's corner, uh, you know, somebody's going to come out and be in Charlotte's corner. Oh, yeah, it'll be Becky Lynch or Asuka Mm -hmm. or both. Naomi. She's too busy getting involved with the Usos and the Bludgeon Brothers anyway. Yeah, that makes no sense either. How'd you talk down two big monsters to send the wife? <laughs> get 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 the wife to dance and shake her ass, it'll distract Luke Harper. Fucking stupid. Yeah, that's why his eyes are always like two centimetres out of his head. <laughs> um... I mean, for me, Charlotte doesn't need the championship. She's 
pretty much established as the top woman in WWE now, not just on SmackDown, but the whole freaking company. Yeah, but if she, uh, the thing, I'm surprised that she didn't get called up to Raw again, because we, we've all said that, you know, she's lost, whether she's champion or, or not the champion, she's lost on SmackDown. Yeah. Um, but I think it's good for them to have two sort of alpha females on the show. So we got Charlotte on SmackDown and Alexa on Raw. Mm. Uh, plus, <laughs> hello. <laughs> plus, um, right. if Charlotte went to Raw, you. she'd be too close to Ronda Rousey. And I think they're keeping that until we're closer to next year's WrestleMania. Yeah, maybe. And please, God, let the main event, because I cannot be bothered with a fifth Roman Reigns main event. Uh, right. So, that's two for Carmella, one for Charlotte. Um, back to... Oh, no, it's another multi-cross uh, promotion match. I think there's three, maybe, interbrand matches on this one. Uh, we've got Seth Rollins and The Miz for the Intercontinental Championship. Now, Seth Rollins... See, Max gone for Rollins as well. Uh, it's a tough one. Because I think Rollins. How is it a tough one? Because I think they're not going Rollins... to have the two. They're not going to have the two mid-card championships on one show. That's what I've been saying, and somebody the, said something US... about it the other day, and I was like, "Well, yeah, but they can't just have, you know, champions moving like that because if the ch- titles have." Oh no, somebody said if Miz wins, he's going to go back to Raw. And I said, well, that's not going to happen because the title doesn't mean you have to be on that show because if it did, they wouldn't have moved Jinder to Raw with their title, with the US title in the first place. Yeah. But anyway, um, the only way it would work is if they changed both titles. But they're really pushing on the Miz uh, tying Jericho's record of nine Intercontinental titles. Uh, as we get towards backlash, so I think there's a case to be made for both of them. But uh, I don't know which way either one can go if they lost. So I'm gonna just gonna say Rollins retains as well. But I think there is a strong chance that Miz equals Jericho's record just because of the way they've been pushing it, and they like breaking records lately. No, but then you got the two mid-card titles on SmackDown, and then Seth's going to get a rematch. And then you can't really build it with the two superstars on separate shows. The only way I could see it would be if Miz wins, mm. and then he puts it online in a craft promotion, maybe ladder match at Money in the Bank. But yeah. We'll unless, unless, unless he wins, goes back to Raw, drops it, uh, whatever, and then yeah, I don't know. <laughs> there, there's a lot of scenarios with this one, but we can keep doing Balor and Rollins every want, week. Yeah, but they, uh, but you know, they seem to be. Like, I think after a big cast, and maybe they'll go to Miz and Brian at SummerSlam, maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that feud's got to happen at some point. Don't want to see him as a bloody SummerSlam, but fuck it. <laughs> I'm determined he'll win you over at some point. He will not. He won me the over new day and I used to hate him as much as you did. 
the new day I got a better chance of winning me over the new than he does. <laughs> um next match what have we got? Uh speaking of Daniel Bryan, it's Daniel Bryan versus Big Cast. Uh seems like a predictable one. This one I'll just go with the easy option and say Daniel Bryan. Yeah, I wanna say Daniel Bryan but um as well. But the only issue I have is that his cast is like pretty much his first match back. Yeah, and his first major feud as a single star. Yeah. Um Let, unless but... you discount his feud of Big Show when he was helping out Enzo after the break after their split. Oh yeah. I wouldn't say that was a big feud though. Um mm. If you discount WrestleMania, I would say this is pretty much kind of Daniel Bryan's first match back on pay-per-view as well. Mm. Uh, well, certainly his first singles match back on pay-per-view. Uh, uh, yeah, because in all fairness to Bryan, he was outside the ring for quite a bit of time, wasn't he? During the match at WrestleMania. Uh, okay, so maybe this is a tough one as well, but I'm still more inclined to say Daniel Bryan than Big Cass. Yeah, I mean. Uh, I don't know if I said, but Dan Bryan is also Mike's pick. Mm. Um, next one also seems. Well, actually, no, I don't know. Uh, Braun Strowman and Bobby Lashley against Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Uh, <laughs> obviously, Braun's got a lot of momentum again after winning the Greatest Royal Rumble. Um, yeah. But you should never really discount Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. No, they've they've always got they've always seem to have a plan uh, something up their sleeve. Also, I don't know where the hell this partnership's come from between Strowman and Lashley. <laughs> Maybe they got nothing else for Lashley at the minute. Well, they got nothing for all four of them. Mm. <laughs> I mean, Braun did win the the Greatest Royal Rumble, but he didn't really get anything for it apart from a belt that doesn't mean anything and a trophy. Um, but there is a rumour that Braun will be challenging Brock again once he's done with Roman Reigns if he is still champion. So uh, maybe they'll be pushing Braun towards that match now. So Braun versus... Uh, oh, I'm, I'm still... Uh, uh, when's Lesnar's contract run out? So I thought it was uh, only up until the Greatest Royal Rumble. I don't think it's got a date. Um, I think he's mm. just agreed to work a few more pay-per-views. Hmm. Um, Butcher seems to think it's two more pay-per-views so that would be I would say Money in the Bank and SummerSlam I, I've always sort of thought having Lashley versus Lesnar at SummerSlam but they can't drop it to, they can't make Lesnar drop it to Lashley it wouldn't really make sense since Lashley's doing yeah. nothing anyway so let's hope he drops the title so, of Money in the Bank and then just faces Lashley at SummerSlam as a goodbye match. Either that or face Lashley at Money in the Bank. Obviously, Lesnar goes over and then Braun beats Lesnar for the title at SummerSlam. I don't want him to hold the title to SummerSlam because he's still going to beat Punk's record then. I know it's a different title, as we said earlier, but still... It I'm I'm still not counting it. You know they're going to acknowledge him as the longest reigning modern day champion or whatever. I, I don't I don't I don't care what anyone says. I'm not counting it. <laughs> uh, so is it Braun and Lashley for you as well? 
Yeah. All right. Uh, these predictions are pretty. What's the word? Unanimous this week. Yeah, uh, this month. Uh, so two matches left. Uh, one is Roman Reigns and Samoa Joe. Not really sure how much we need to discuss about it because all signs point towards Roman Reigns. Yep. <laughs> Uh, even though Joe was doing a fucking brilliant job of <laughs> bigging himself up and putting people down on the mic, and if his ring, if uh, if his booking reflected his mic work, he'd be friggin' undefeated. Yeah. It's just a shame they won't give him wins to back it up. Um, kind of like they did kinda with like Bray Wyatt. Gonna, yeah, so I was gonna say it's just like the Bray Wyatt all over again. Because when Joe speaks, you pretty much believe he's going to kill you. <laughs> but he keeps losing these big matches. You know, if I was standing across the ring from Samoa Joe and he had a mic in his hand, I'd be like, fuck me, I'm getting out of here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he wouldn't even, even need to pick up a mic. Ask Samoa Joe, I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now on to what is hopefully the main event for Backlash. Um, AJ Nakamura free which is now a no-DQ match for the WWE Championship. Uh, so we can expect a lot of low blows, because they're yeah. all very legal. Um, Mike has gone with AJ to retain again. Mm. I am going to say title change, because Nakamura is killing it as a heel. And I think if AJ retained again, it would really do a lot of damage to Nakamura's momentum. As a heel, that would, yeah. Um, he didn't really have much momentum as a face before the Rumble, and then he lost a bit during the match at WrestleMania because it wasn't that great. Uh, but the moment he turned heel and then started saying, not speak English, <laughs> yeah. he's got he a started, lot of momentum he, again now. He, start, he started asking for WWE to start putting out merchandise of uh, no speak English. Yes. <laughs> now, <laughs> I want one. <laughs> what are you gonna um, wear a t-shirt? What are you gonna go around Wrexham wearing a t-shirt? Say sorry, no speak English. That's that's the thing. Like people could see it out of context and say that's racist. Like, well, hang on. By buying this t-shirt, I've put money in the pocket of an Asian wrestler. <laughs> There's nothing racist about it. But uh, yeah. Well, so you put money in the pocket of an Asian wrestler who requested it for it to be made. Exactly. <laughs> Making him money. <laughs> It's a conversation starter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or if they get offended, say, not speak English. <laughs> um, so, yes, my money is on Nakamura to finally win the championship at Backlash. I don't think it would be a bit poetic if he won it the same way, like he did, a, like AJ won his first title after, like he hit his finisher after a low blow. Uh, also at Backlash. Yeah. It's all it's oh. all poetic. It's all coming together. Yeah. It's making a lot of sense. Yeah. So who's got your pick? <laughs> mm, I don't know. Considering it's no DQ and yeah. Nakamura's a heel now, so he just doesn't give a shit, which means he's probably going to be more aggressive, more violent. Um. And obviously more prone to cheating than AJ, but you can't really cheat in an ODQ match anyway. 
I'm saying, uh, yeah, I think only because of the momentum thing, I'm going to have to go with Nakamura. Yeah, and I think the stipulation definitely works in his favour. If it was, and if it was built on anything else, or if it was just a straightforward single, I'd go with AJ. But yeah, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to go with Nakamura on this t- this time. All right, there we go. Guessing you haven't seen NXT yet. No, I'm uh, way behind. Okay, well, Candice LeRae um, obviously had a match against Selena Vega. Was it last week or the week before? Uh, this week she was against Bianca Belair, who's been on NXT quite a few times. Mm. And is pretty impressive, to be fair. But I was really surprised by how much um, Candice got kind of ragdolled throughout the match. Because, obviously, Bianca Belair's got a bit more experience on NXT. But Candice, yeah. everybody, everybody who's an most NXT fans are aware that Candice has been on the indies for a long time and has. She's even been in the ring with men. Yes, uh, including Joey Ryan, Ugh. which is probably a low point for anybody. But still, um, <laughs> I mean, the girl can handle herself. But mm. the way they portrayed her this week, it was like she's barely ever wrestled before. Um. But it, I think they it, also it, try... it really bothers me when WWE try and oh, what's the word uh, like dumb down the move set if you know what I mean. Yeah, water. Oh, re- yeah, we restrict them. Um, restrict. Them. I think they also Slept covered it a little bit. Be who they are, you know. Yeah, they also covered it a little bit with the announcers uh, playing on the fact that she was uh, distracted or concerned about. Uh, Johnny Gargano after being attacked by Tommaso Ciampa again last week. Uh, so that's understandable. I suppose that would, yeah, I suppose that would make sense. Johnny um, Gargano's a lucky fucker for nailing it, nailing it, <laughs> wouldn't he? Uh, um, but yeah, I, to summarise, I can expect a bright future for Bianca Belair on NXT. Yeah. Um, not much else really happened. We didn't uh, see Alistair Black. Um, Pete Dunne and Roddy Strong was a good match, obviously. Uh, Dunne wanted to rip his freaking head off, as he said the other week. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was also a nice little promo from the Undisputed Era at the start of the show. It, the only downside was he didn't get to see a conclusive finish to the match because, obviously, Fish and Cole... And O'Reilly got in the ring and jumped Pete Dunne. Okay. Uh, so maybe we'll see a, a rematch between them two at the next takeover, which I'm not sure when it is, if there's one in June, or if we've got to wait till uh, August for SummerSlam. Hmm. I'm sure they did one in June last year. Because they're trying to make Money in the Bank a bigger pay-per-view, aren't they? Like turn the big I four into the big five. Yeah, but anyway, there we go. Um... Obviously, we don't talk about the company of many names. Um, from what I can how, see... How can we? We don't even know what to call it. <laughs> exactly, but I haven't really seen anything uh, newsworthy of it this week anyway. So, there we go. Uh, next week, hopefully, we'll have both The Butcher and Mike Larkin back. And there we go. So, folks, thank you for listening. Don't forget, you can find us at Max Wrestling on SoundCloud and Podomatic. Uh, look for us on YouTube and subscribe. 
We're also on iTunes and sometimes on Stitcher when it likes to play ball. Uh, and of course on Facebook at Max Wrestling UK. Max Wrestling Interactive is for everybody. You can join our interactive group at facebook.com slash groups slash Max Wrestling Interactive. You can find me at DazzyMWP. And a big thank you to the Phoenix for rejoining us. You can find him at... Phoenix626. Not yeah. on there often, but... Uh, yeah, I was going to say, know. don't expect many tweets. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and look up more shows from Danger Zone Productions. You can catch the whole first series of Throne Zone at Throne Zone UK. As you saw over the past couple of weeks, the first teaser is out for Season 2, which will be coming your way this summer. We'll be recapping a whole season of Game of Thrones per episode in Series 2 as we count down to the final season. And Screen Gems will be relaunching very soon, but you can catch up with the first uh, run, which was Hidden Gems, and it's all available at DB Screen Gems. So join us next week for Backlash Reactions. Hopefully uh, Mike and the Butcher are both back, and that's the bottom line, biatch. See, we'll bring him back old catchphrases as well. Uh, loosely <laughs> translated to, wait a minute, let me see if I can get this right. On ne se vous pas. <laughs> loosely translated to, we don't give a fuck. <laughs> Hey!